episode number one, two, three of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, it's a nice and easy, easy, no, I can't even speak tonight. It's a nice, easy number to start with tonight. Um, we've got another packed episode, and uh, this is the second time I've, saw, I've seen you in one, one day, eh? I know, it's like buses. Holy moly, I've wait. seen you in the flesh, I see you virtually, it's, we're, we're, we're we're, we're, um, yeah, you'll be sick of the sight of me by the end of tonight, eh? I know, I know. I mean, Kyle, it was a lot of a different setting. Kyle and I caught up at uh, lunch for a coffee uh, at lunch to talk to TRS, and now we're catching up live on air for a beer as I uh, crack my dead pony. And, oh, a pale elf. I've got uh, a, wee pe- a wee pale elf. They look very hmm. similar, the packaging, eh? Yeah, do you know, this is actually one of the old, uh, oh no, it's not, it's the I know it is. It's an old dead. Oh no, it's not. It's new, new, new. It's the same. It does look the same. Well, you. Uh, anyway, it's, good. it's all both good beer. Anyway, so tonight, uh, this week, episode one, two, three, as Kyle says, great episode. We've got Tim from So Running joining us, which is cool. We we talked about their kit on the podcast a few weeks ago. We love running in it, so really excited to get Tim on, and uh, we're going to chat about a few things on our training as always, which is pretty limited right now, but we'll we'll give it a bash, and also. It's on the marathon this weekend, so we're going to do a wee bit of a race preview, but we've also got some exciting news with regard to our involvement in it this weekend. So how are you getting on, Kyle? How's your week been? Well, just before we start, there's uh, a crucial bit that we forgot to mention. We did a sore running competition uh, earlier in the, in the summer, and we have the results. So <laughs> just before we go live on the interview uh, with Tim, we will reveal the, the two lucky winners uh, who will be sent the sore running bundle. So, um, but just to, just to kind of, uh, you know, to, to talk about that, we had a, over 300 competition entrants, which is an amazing uh, number. And, and, you know, you're not only supporting, uh, you know, UK, British businesses, but you're also supporting the podcast by, um, you know, by entering these competitions. So uh, a big thank you to, to the listeners. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of, you know, what, what I've been up to, Tom, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty limited, but... Um, I'm. I don't know if I mentioned. Obviously, my new, you know, my new kind of pastors. Well, not pastors and you. Because I'm. I'm. I'm still at Aberdeen Sports Village, but um, I am doing kind of personal training. So I've been trying to do up my uh, my jet, my garage, and uh, so I've been laying down the rubber flooring and getting some functional kit in there, and you know, over and above the treadmill and the turbo trainer I've got. So I spent most of the weekend doing that, and um, yeah, you know, you know, I've I've managed to. Uh, yeah, a few more running clients have been busy doing run training programs as well, and uh, you know, in, engaging with with those guys and girls as well. So it's been it's been a, you know a slightly different week for me, Tom, and uh, one that's been you know taking a little bit of a step back from running and just trying to reset and trying to find some some new new fun challenges and, and potential races in the, the you know in the near future, and also organising you know you know, prepping for the Speyside Way Ultra that's still due to be taking place on the 40th of November. So there's been a lot of work going into that in terms of all the, the kind of COVID mitigation measures as well. So yeah, busy, busy at the moment, Tom. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, so, uh, and, and you, you as well, you've been, you've been busy too, eh? Uh, just with all your bits and bobs and, um, in, you know, in, in your kind of work related side of things and, um, and also just TRS planning too, eh? You've been also built, you've also been grow, planting a tree here, eh? Do you know what? So any listeners who follow my pretty uh, limited account on Instagram though will know that I planted a tree on the weekend. So we've 
you know, such as life when you've when I'm a I'm injured, which I'm I'm not going to groan about, but it is a prove a constant frustration to me at the moment. But yeah, a bit more time in my hands, and also you know, middle of last week with a uncertainty on Rex and was it going to happen or not, Fiona, who was really finding the whole like you know on and off thing, I'm not, you know, in terms of like math and news, she was like, you know, I'm I'm going to withdraw. She was not not up for it, so. She withdrew. The race was subsequently cancelled anyway, but we found ourselves just with like, you know, we've got no races. I'm injured, so let's have a quiet weekend. Um, didn't run. Just uh, just did a, got stuck into some jobs that we wanted to do for a while, which included planting a new uh, red maple in the garden, which is uh, bringing us some beautiful red uh, colours, uh, autumn colours right now. So that was really cool. Yeah, yeah so that's, uh, you know, that's really cool. I was pleased to do that. Um, and yeah, much like you, mate. I'm actually I'm doing up the garage, not in a not in a creating a gym, but getting the bikes mounted. Um, nice. So yeah, it's one of those periods. I kind of think, you know, I look at the calendar. I think I'm I'm not racing until spring. I would love to be, you know, I I love training though. I would love to be out training at the moment, but unfortunately, I can't. I'm not losing any sleep over it. You know, I'm probably getting getting a bit of weight right now. That's fine. I'm hoping that there will be a race come spring that I can really get my teeth into as a proper target and maybe some 5k 10ks between now and then either local ones or or whatever but it's you know like a lot of listeners are probably in the same boat you know it's frustrating but let's not lose let's not lose sleep over it let's just try and if you've got a race great if you don't i you know embrace the process enjoy running if you can and you know we only 12 weeks to get to get into good shape for a race i think <laughs> you know uh, the way we're heading I don't uh, I don't think there's many races in the next 12 weeks do you know what it also means remember we're talking about age related you know age groups and oh I know where you're going with this we're gonna you, our next race is very likely to be as a master eh imagine yeah, I, that I like to subscribe to the Scottish athletics uh, <laughs> the Scottish athletics mindset that a vet starts at 40 at 40 <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was I, so in my as I'm, you know, I'm coming back on the ferry from Antrim, and I'm all like, uh, you know, I'm all washed up. I'm done. This is me finished. And uh, I was messing a few, a few folk were messing me. And you got Dave Andrews, old man Dave, the legend that is Dave. Who were we were sad to see he had an injury as well. Dave was saying, "You've got years to go. Don't worry about it." I look at guys like you know, you look at. Let's look at the the guy we're going to come on to for this weekend, Kipchoge. What's Kipchoge? Fifty six. I mean, <laughs> he's, you know, there's, there's life in us yet, mate. Don't you worry. Oh. But it does mean I might have to start considering an ultra because I'm not sure. I'm not sure I've got that much pace at ending sub, uh, sub half marathon these days. Ah, oh, you, you, you've got plenty of pace. You just, yeah. you know, it's, I feel, I really do feel for, for some of, you know, some of the guys and girls out there who are putting a hell of a lot of training during lockdown and they've really, come on you see it in their Strava and okay I know GPS can be a, a little bit skewed with but I, I must say you know there's um you know when you folk like you know Kenny Wilson for example like you see some of the work he's been putting in now he's you know day to day putting in big sessions and and you know there's he's he's, he's hitting those times you know it'd be yeah. I, you know, I'd, I'd love to see him doing the marathon and he, he was well on his way for a sub 220 on, on a good day it's uh and, and that's and the, yeah. your wife, Fiona. Look, you know she's she's had the opportunity. You know, know. The, there's opportunity for her to really improve and get under two forty in there. But you know what? There's life in the old dogs. Let yeah, isn't there? You there know, is. We've still got another year. So. You know, I feel for Kenny, and I kind of feel like I'm in the same boat, albeit slower than Kenny. That you've got this like 
and at least you know, I mean, Kenny's fit. Uh, he could have run it, obviously. Unfortunately, there's no race for him. But I think like it's almost like you've got this Pandora's box. You'd if that's even the I'm, I'm, that's a wrong analogy, but whatever. You've got a box. Your your PB's in it, and the only way you can find out the shape you're in is to run a marathon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no, there is no other way yeah. to put a number on it, and that's the thing about running. It's such a quantitative sport. It's you. There is a number against your name, and you know there's ifs and buts and and time trials and all that. But at the end of the day, when all said and done, it's the number against you when you're when we're all sat on our porches in our rocking chairs, uh, you know, swigging um, whiskey. I mean, that's it. That's the yeah. that's that's the number that is. And I, you know, I've got ambitions to take my number down, and I, I expect to. I know you do. You know, guys like Kenny. Kenny, of course, has got years. He'll he'll run well. Um, but actually, I mean, this week, yeah. What, what do you suggest then, Liz? Right. There's going to, say for example, this is going to happen. We don't know how long it's going to happen for. They might. It might still be restricted hugely, and we don't. You know, there'll, there'll be opportunities few and far between. What would you suggest runners do then from now until say it's another year? What would you suggest runners do to keep? Their mojo up because it could well be you know it could it could it could improve we don't we don't know we could we could have to adapt to this and put so many you know COVID mitigation measures in place that will will, will allow us to have regular races but just not the same format. Have you got any you know advice for mm-hmm. listeners who are in there you know then they, they can't find that you know they, they don't even know where the Pandora's box is at the moment you know. Um, um- I would say, I would say, firstly, I know it's it's easier said than done, but I would say, do you know, don't sweat it. I think that you know, one thing I look at is, I'm healthy, my family's healthy, I've got, yeah. you know, I'm in work, you know, that I can't really, you know, I'm, I think that there you've got to really look at what's in what's important, uh, you know, the absolute shambles of you know the way that things like you know, uni uh, return to uni was handled, these sort of things kind of put, put a shine on what is ultimately an amateur sport uh, and a hobby. But at the same time, I would say, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I would say I'm inherently optimistic. I don't think it's going to be a year for a start. Um, so I think you need to just kind of pick a time. And I'm, I, for me, it's going to be spring 21. I'm, that's what I'm, my aim is to get back into shape for spring 21. I'm just going to, have to hang on and hope that race comes round by then. Um, I think that in terms of what to do, I would say, I mean, I'm no coach, but I think, but I think not, I wouldn't, there's no point in burying yourself, but that doesn't mean you can't stay fit, you know, f- yeah. you know, hit sessions, maybe have an extra rest day a week, but keep your, keep your sessions in, keep, you know, keep doing all the little injury prevention things um, and that you do and really just try and focus on the, on the, on the process and enjoy that feeling of getting fitter if you can. Now you said something last week we're seeing a spot on is, you know, look at other challenges, like find, I don't know, find a hill near you and see, look at who, what the segment is, what is your time on it and what's the person in front of you in the leaderboard and see if you can climb up it. You know, what's what's a rep you would do that, you know, I've got the, the everyone knows about the coffin. If I was fit, I'd be trying to run a, how fast can I get around the coffin? Yeah. You know, that's the, I think that's the thing. You've got to kind of look at these small wins that will tide you over and, you know, that's yeah. That's that's what it is. Um, I think uh, awesome. yeah. Hopefully, but let's say hopefully it's it's uh, spring next year. I tell you what, mate. I'm, I'm I haven't seen any news in it, but I'm praying the Paris Marathon is in oh. April because that that is I, if it is that would just be the timing. That would be perfect. And the, <laughs> to be fair, the French have been quite bullish. They seem to be like as long as you've got a mask, it's 
<laughs> you can do what you want uh, with a, as long as you wear the uh, the mask. It's okay. So, so that's uh, that's fine. So I like it. Marathon uh, with a mask. That's all good. Oh, I like it. Well, I, I was you know I had a, I, I was thinking as well. Like if if folk are really fit right now, and you think you know you you had a race that's been cancelled, find a legit marathon course or find a legit yeah measured course of of whatever distance it is you know if it's a a 5k 10k half marathon even an, an ultra i mean we uh you know we've had some some boys and girls doing some of these distances you know measured distances and okay there's maybe dubai over you know elevation and, and maybe even distance and mm-hmm. if it's lapped if it's um you know uh, small laps you're doing but you know we had uh one one client of mine um and, and friend fraser gormley he he and um uh, or help me out here. What's his name? Uh, Brian Kinghorn. Brian, Brian, sorry, Brian, Brian. Who's, Brian who's no no client, but is a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brian and Fraser went to... Client. Know, it's so formal, Cal. So formal. Exactly, you're, yeah, you're client. Right. I, I, mean, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say client. I'm just trying to be professional here, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, but anyway, you know, Fraser's been... He's come on massively. You know, he was running, what, three, 305 and he's... He, he went point to point, um, just past Bankery on the on the line, um, you know, along along the side of that, and he, he ran two forties. But okay, it's it's not a race, but he, he did it in in conjunction with the uh, the virtual Boston Marathon, and he got that elation. You know, he got a massive PB. Okay, it's not record, it's not formal, but it's he knows he's it's an indicator. It. Exactly, it's an indicator that he's fit, he's healthy. So, folks. Have a think, you know, have a think of something. You feel good, you want to put, lay something down, don't be shy. Um, and even, you know, organisers out there, race organisers, club organisers, I know Metro have been doing some Claymore loops, um, which has been, been a fair success. It gives yeah. some, something or, or someone to, you know, something to aim for in terms of distances. And- well, do you know, on, the, on that one, so, at, you know, start of the, and this is going back to like June when we were starting thinking about how do we come back and we were, the Scottish Athletics guidance was, was, was coming slowly but surely, but, you know, kudos to Scottish Athletics, it's been good um, in terms of the, the guidelines to clubs. I think, I still think I'm a bit frustrated with the lack of races, although I think that is out of their control, to be fair. But um, the, anyway, yeah, so we, I said to the committee, that let's, let's just, let's put an event on, let's do a a glorified training session make it let's do a 10k and it was a you know it was great last week to see the your kev kudos to kev uh, maki our race director who took that on and and we had bubbles of i think it was 15 waves of 15 going around the loop and it was great you know it doesn't come for it doesn't come for a jack to be honest but yeah. you know, a few people pb'd i don't even know if the course was legit you know and i mean one of the guys measured it on a wheel no you know, he's not qualified in any sense and i'm, I'm not even sure his wheel's correct but I mean, it was, it, you know, it, it's good that, as you say, people put a bib on, they got racing, you know, it was nice to go down and watch. Um, and yeah, it's cool. And it's good to see, I see a few clubs have been doing that. Um, and I, yeah, I, I think if I was, if, if I, if Antrim had gone well, hadn't gotten injured and now that Wrexham was cancelled, I think I probably would have hit the line for a, a virtual marathon. I think it oh, would. The way absolutely. Through. And talking about, you know, some of the virtual races there, uh, Craig Ruddy, who's uh, interview of the show, um, he messaged me, and uh, you know, one of the one of the the, the club lads, uh, he's a vet as well, so you know, more the vets. Uh, David Tamberini from Inverclyde Athletics Club, so he ran uh, a virtual hundred k, <laughs> and what a time he ran! He, he's, he he ran seven hours and forty minutes for for the hundred k. Uh, so his average pace was 
724 a mile and um, a massive thanks. I mean, we, you know, he seems a, 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 a great guy. Um, it would be great to have him on the show. But yeah, big kudos to, kudos to, to David for, for such a great run. Um, I'm just looking at his Strava just now and, uh, you know, pretty pretty awesome splits as well. I think he might have faded slightly in the end, but, you know, he was starting off seven, you know, in the first half seven minute flat so he was he was certainly aiming for the low low seven hours but what a great time for for a master's athlete so and that's by himself you know and uh, a challenge that i'm sure he's he's pretty proud of so yeah that's an example a couple of examples of some challenges out there and you've got all your fkts and you know you've got so many different opportunities to do something you know um, and actual races out there too uh so yeah just um keep yourself motivated in, in other ways eh Absolutely. So, I mean, listeners, that's pretty much going to be the, I mean, unfortunately, we're not going to, it's really sad that we don't have, our training chat is not much at the moment and there's not much many goals coming up. But once, you know, Kyle's uh, is back up and running, I've got my knee sorted, then we'll, we'll try and uh, preach, practice what we preach and maybe pick out a couple of like uh, a virtual, I don't know, the, the length of the D side line from Peter Cooter to Dutty Parks when I've always wanted to get an absolute flat out effort on. So there's things like that that I'm going to have a shot at. Um, listeners, let us know what you would, what you'd be encourage us to get involved in as well. And and listeners, also let us know some of your, you know, some of your exploits and challenges. We've had some uh, messages coming in, so just keep them, keep them coming, keep, uh, you know, keep the podcast alive, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's not it's not a plea it's a, a death it's more than a plea i think <laughs> but we we have folks we have got quite a few exciting things in the pipeline um so yeah watch this space eh? um but let's um before we we get sore on um let's just round up some of the other bits of news and then we'll we'll jump into the sore the, the, the sore interview so as we said you know we're we might not be be taking part in any races but we in, in terms of our own running but we are going to be uh yeah we are going to be doing some live trs commentary on the london marathon aren't we we are well do you know this this is something that's like i've been keep, ever since we started doing this podcast i thought this is something i would love to do and for, actually the only benefit of us of this virtual london is that and the elite only is that we're not going to be there we're not racing because we're racing cancelled so basically what we can, what Kyle and I are going to do is provide real-time commentary on Facebook to the <laughs> London Marathon. So if you want some nonsense punditry, check out the TRS Facebook what page. <laughs> so what you need to do is get your TV or your whatever or your your laptop lined up, BBC on one screen, TRS Facebook live on the other, and you can hear us, see us, but also follow the race. You can hear our. Um, our, our uh, fantastic insights and our expertise into what's going on at London Marathon. And at the same time, I think the Lake Dorney Marathon is going on and there's a few guys we know running that. So if we get any real-time updates from that, we'll throw it in. Oh, look at that. Listeners can get involved on the chat. So it'll be, we hopefully it'll be a really cool interactive experience and interactive way for us as a collective TRS community to enjoy exactly. the London Marathon. Precisely, Tom. One thing though, you've got to mute the, the TV though, you know, so mm. you, get our, you only get our commentary. Of course, yeah. Or you just, you know, you get rid of us all together and <laughs> listen to the, the 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 BBC commentary. But uh, I, it'll be it'll be quite fun, eh? What what time does it start? So, uh, well, it's to... an early start, mate. So the women yeah. are off at seven a.m. Seven? Holy yeah. moly! What on that? What Sunday? 
Sunday morning, yeah, Sunday the fourth. So yeah, we'll, so listeners, we'll get some some promotion, some chat about it on Facebook for the week. But yeah, keep your oh, get your great. alarms clock set and uh, keep your eyes out for that. Well, I'm looking forward to that. So the what's this Lake Dorney Marathon? What tell us about that? Do you know anything about it? Is it? I think it's Randa Lake, is it? It is. So Lake Dorney, I think, is the lake where some of the some of the row. Some, in fact, it's where the Olympic uh, London 2012 held the rowing. Uh, oh, really? I don't know if it's so much of a lake as a a long. Well, it's a lake, of course, but it's not like a. It's a long, straight lake. It's you know, it's it's where you know, imagine the rowing guys going down it. And I understand. Well, I, don't, I know there's an marathon this weekend. I don't know a huge amount about it, except the only thing I do know is that um, uh, friends of the show, Rico, who's or you know, he's a, a team member of ours. He's been on. He's uh, he represented TRS, beer mile champion, and he's, he's uh, desperate to get a race, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, Rico is the well, he's the marathon man. So, of course, so he's going to be there. And then um, Will McKay, Aberdeen AC, but I suspect. Sorry, I keep saying that. Will's moved. Will runs from Metro now. That's terrible. Oh. Will is a Will uh, Metro man, uh, and Will will probably be wearing his um, Bedford vest. But anyway, uh, those two are running. I understand that it's quite. Uh, it looks pancake flat, um, which is good. I guess the only concern would be a win, but I haven't actually seen the forecast for it yet I, I'm sure it's, it's going to be alright eh? um, and it's uh, yeah well hopefully I, I think there's quite a good depth of, of, of runners too eh? there is indeed yeah. right so with that we're going to jump on and bring um, our, our, our man Tim Soar in from Soar Running let me just bring him into the room well while, while we bring him into the room um, I will say that, Hi, that Tim I'm, I'm just going to announce the winners of the, the sore running competition. So, drum roll. It was Ross Aird and Mark Gallagher. So, congratulations. We, we never picked it. It was a random draw uh, that the sore guys did. So, uh, so, there you go. There's no favoritism at all. But thanks to everyone who entered. And, uh, yeah, the, the sore running bundle will be sent to you. So, we'll, we'll get in contact. Or if you can get in contact with us and we'll pass on the details to the, the, the sore guys. So, yeah. So, so speaking of sore, so we are delighted that um, Tim is joining the, the show. So, Tim, welcome to TRS. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, Tim, we were, I mean, firstly, we've been, um, we're having, you know, run and reviewed in the, 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 the sore kit early in the summer. Big fans of it. Big right. fans ever since I saw, you know, I've seen um, the guys in the um, Highgate vests at uh, the Leeds Abbey Dash a couple of years ago. It's just been, we've been uh, really, really obsessed with the kit. So, Firstly, tell us about yourself and your, your background in athletics. Uh, so my background in athletics, I'm, in general, I guess I'm relatively new to it. I was um, uh, a very active DJ for a number of years and uh, come the age of 40, I realised if I didn't have a change of lifestyle, I'd, I'd likely to be dead within the next five years. <laughs> um, and I took up road racing on bikes and then got frustrated with training volumes on that and started running. Um, and uh, just loved it straight away. So I'm a relatively, you know, latecomer to competitive sport. I hated it at school, hated gym at school, hated PE at school, did everything I could to avoid it. Yeah. And suddenly I've realized, you know, why, why on earth I do that? Because I love it and I love the competitiveness of it and I love the training and the structure of the training. 
and I love the kind of you know mental calm it gives you as well. So, so the short answer it, I've been running for about I suppose twelve years, thirteen years, something like that. Oh wow! Okay, so you're you're, you're not relatively that new then, you know? It's uh, yeah, that's yes, quite a, <laughs> for some yeah, of our listeners, yes. you know, that's well, they're certainly not thirteen or fourteen, but you know, some of them are like twenty. Yeah, sure, uh, sure. But, yeah, uh, but I mean, it's yeah, that's, that's great. So, so how long, you know, when did you, you, you when did the brand start then? When when did the was the brand brand built built up then? So I'd, I'd had a, a high fashion label, uh, and I was a kind of classic example of a, a UK designer with a with a very high profile label, but making bugger all money. Right. And um, and I'd started running a lot, and I knew someone who was a marketing person at Nike, and I kept on harassing her going look i just want to do something for nike i just want to design something for nike because i felt there was an opportunity to do something quite different yeah. and of course that was a no-go because it would have had to be gone back to nike head office in god knows oregon wherever mm-hmm. yeah. um and so i just thought i'm going to do it myself and uh i had a very serendipitous conversation with my cousin who's a financier in the city who's also a runner um uh, at, a, at a family dinner and we just decided to we were going to get on and do it ourselves so uh, and I'm a great believer in general in life if you know if you feel you want to do something and you've got a passion for it and you're you know got some modicum of talent then just get on and do it yeah but more importantly I'd been running and I realized quite how crap a lot of running clothing was yeah. which was a surprise because I thought it was you know, I thought it would be a very, um, something that was very mature and very thought out and had, you know, many years of, of R&D and product development. But in fact, that's true of short, of shoes, but it's very yeah. not true of running apparel. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, some of the, I mean, in, in, growing up, I've been running for about 27, 8, 28 years now. And some of the things I used to wear, like, you know, I mean, no wonder I got bullied at school, you know. <laughs> 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 you know what? But I think you're absolutely right. I mean, amazingly, my you know, I'm I'm an, I'm a, a someone who runs for fun, but I'm still running 10, 11 hours a week. Yeah. And to run in a t-shirt that I've been given at a race that is is a you know, or just um, there's so much sh- rubbish, shitty kit out there that it's so refreshing to run. I mean, there's nothing better, and we'll come to your kit that we thoroughly enjoyed wearing. But yeah, I totally agree. It's great. It's you know, when I'm doing, I probably spend more time in running kit than I do in if I take out work work and running there's not much other time left in the week so i probably spend more time running kit than i do in in casual wear which i definitely spend more money on so yeah, I, I think that's absolutely true you know it's, uh, and if you're anyway you know running a reasonable amount that's completely true and you know that's been magnified by lockdown you know frankly mm-hmm. the only the only time i changed to for, for a number of months to change to go outside was <laughs> running kit and, go out. uh, and so yeah yeah, I think you're absolutely right. So what was the first item of kit that you uh, produced, designed and produced at SOAR? <laughs> God. Yeah, we, had, we did have one massive car crash to, to start with, and I guess it's good to get it out of the way. Uh, <laughs> which was, um, so one of the first pieces in the range was a, was a T-shirt, unsurprisingly, and did a lot of work on pattern cutting, and it was really nice Italian fabric. And we sent it off to the Chinese factory, a very good Chinese factory, and they they mucked up the amount the fabric shrank when you make it. There's always a certain degree of fabric shrinkage when you manufacture a garment. 
and they, they totally miscalculated that. So all of the first T-shirts and our beautifully fitted custom designed T-shirts came back two sizes too large. Oh dear. No. I were like generic <laughs> T-shirt tents. So, so that was one to, to, to move on. Oh. I would say what I know and what I knew from my fashion label and from my whole career is you don't really get good until you've been through at least one product generation. So it's only really within the last two years that we've started to completely nail it. You know, the first products were great, but now they're really, really good. And, yeah. uh, you know, now that I think they're industry leading in, in most cases. Yeah. So it takes a while to absolutely get it right, to really understand it, to, to develop, you know, work out exactly what works. And you were, I mean, from what I've, from what I've read, and correct me wrong, it was somewhere between 2000, 2004 that you, that Soar was, was uh, set up. Is that right? That sort of yeah, time we, scale? We, we launched our, in, so I did a year of R&D um, in early 2004, and then we, we launched in, what are we? No, it's no, 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 2014, rather. Got 2004, I was doing Okay. Sorry, got to, yeah. So we 2014, launched. sorry, beg your pardon. So we did, I started the R&D in 2004, a year of R&D, and then launched in 2005. All right. And, how, and what's the, um, in terms of, because as you say, it's such, it, from the outside, I guess, it looks like a busy, a busy marketplace, but I guess that you've obviously got your niche. How have you found getting, how has the process been of getting into the world of running uh, apparel and really establishing yourself and getting the name out um, like you have done? Yeah, it's, it's hard. And it's, and we, you know, I, and we, but, but I most pertinently didn't get it right to start with. And you've really got to be, you've really got to understand what your brand is when you're launching, because, you know, assume the product's good, then you might know the product's good. No one else does know the product good is good. And actually it took us a long while to really understand how to communicate that and what we were and where we fitted in the running world and all of that stuff. Because you're right, it is a busy marketplace and all people see is they see the outside of a brand, they don't see the inside of it, if you like. And so so when I was there sitting on the inside looking out, I thought, well everyone's gonna know it's great kit and it's worth the money and all that stuff. Well of course no one does know that. And so you so you have to do a lot of graft. To, to get that message over. And part of that is being true to running. And, you know, the big surprise to me or the big learning for me was lots of other brands aren't really true to running. They're multi-discipline brands, multi-sport brands. Running's part of their portfolio. It's part of their story. They're going to do a story on football. They're going to do a story on running. It's a story on basketball, whatever we're a running brand pure and simple and we live and breathe that um, my products are exclusively for runners. I don't want people in the gym in them. I don't, you know, it's for running. Yeah. Um, and so understanding the purity of that message, once we understood that it all fell into place and then people got it and then people are very happy to spend the money. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk us through, you know, like, you know, getting to that in terms of, you know, knowing your audience and things, but to get the quality that you guys have, you know, we've, we've reviewed it and, you know, I, this, some of the best kit I've ever owned is the sore running kit. It's just amazing. Like, how do you get to that quality? Like, how, how does that, you know, what's, what are some of the things that you have to consider to, to get to that? You know, you don't have to give us away your no, secret ingredients. You have, to, you have to, 
crash and burn a fashion label, a high fashion label for, <laughs> <laughs> for five years. Do yeah. that, you'll understand quality. And and that's a slightly flippant thing to say, frivolous thing to say, but it's kind of true. I run a high fashion label, and that's absolutely about driving quality and driving excellence and working with the best materials. And my strength was tailoring, and I think there's a lot of parallels between sportswear and tailoring. Tailoring has to fit the body, fabric has to drape in a certain way, construction is crucial. And all of that mindset and discipline and skill set comes into sportswear, interestingly yeah. enough. So I come from a high fashion background, my product was extremely good and I wasn't going to accept anything less than the best for my fashion product, for, yeah. my, for my running product rather. Yeah. That's part one. And then part two is, I don't understand why so much running kit is so bad. <laughs> it's not actually that hard to make it brilliant. Do you know, I know, and, you know, mm, that, that's, that's actually true. It's actually not that hard to make it really, really good. I mean, it's quite hard to make some things really good. But in general, as I said, it seems to me that apparel is, is by far the, the sort of far distant poor cousin to shoes in almost all brands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. R&D and focus and all of that stuff. They don't really focus on it. They don't care about it. And so they don't have a great product. And how, how, sorry. No, no, I was going to say, I'm fascinated with that. I mean, in terms of the, the design, you, that you, R&D you're talking about in design, and, you know, I, you know I, work in, I actually work in digital product development. And one thing where, you know, for us is it's all about user and testing and, engage, you know, what, ensuring we're delivering what users want. How... And I'm interested to understand the difference between the high fashion design work and actual running kit, which requires such a, probably there are differences, uh, you know, in terms of the functional requirements. And, you know, I've got, you know, for example, if I take uh, one of the, your, well, the vest we'll come on to, which is without, you know, I'm, I've said, I'm not just saying it because you're on, it's without a doubt the best vest I've ever worn. But that's the fun, the sort of the, the, the fit for that is, is incredible. And I'm wondering how do you, I've worn many vests that are, don't have that feel. And I guess how, um, where I'm going is how do you get that to that point of, um, of ensuring it's what people want in the heat at the moment when they're flat out at the end of a 10K and that's sort of part of the, the design requirement? Because you have to be flat out at the end of a 10K when you're testing it. Okay. It's just as simple as cool. that. You know, the, 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 all that stuff about the high fashion, that's a kind of mindset. And then the next part of it is you have to test it yourself. You have to run and eat yourself. Okay. Unless you're doing that. And that's another observation. I would say much of the, many of the big brands, the designer clearly isn't running in the kit. Mm. So every product I run from the very first prototype to wow. the production garment. And I put hours and hours and hours in those garments in races and in training when I'm feeling shit and when I'm feeling great and when I'm flying and when I'm plodding, that's cool. all of that stuff. And you have to do that to really understand how a garment works. And then the kind of second part of that is you have to understand, have an understanding of fabric and pattern cutting and garment fit to know how to change a garment, to have the ability to be able to change the garment when you're running in it, to say, okay, I know what the problem with this is. The armhole's not quite right. The shaping on the hem's not quite right. You run, you make those changes, you do some more running, you make those changes, you do some more running and you get a great product. And it's as simple as that. That's cool. Hey, well, I look absolutely ripped when I put my stuff on, eh? 
Honestly, like I think you hit an interesting point there, Carl. Because I get my, you know, so my wife runs, and Fiona is a, a big believer in, you know, uh, look fast, look fast, look fast, feel fast, run fast. You know, and I think that's a big thing. I, there's nothing better than pulling on a vest that not only looks good but is you know you feel good in and it's such yeah. an important part of, of kit listen absolutely you know one wants to look like a sack of tatties you know yeah. at the at the start of a race unless you do that i don't know the the wheelbarrow <laughs> race or something you know at the highland games but <laughs> you know you want the Kyle is speaking from experience there oh, i'm exactly you know uh, no, I, I, I think you know I'm I, I, I'm a big believer in you know good quality and uh, you know I have some of the, as I mentioned I've got some stuff up upstairs that I really have to get rid of you know um but one one thing I'm interested in is, you know what you, you've got you've you've got a product that's really really high quality what what do you see your next kind of you know what's the future for 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 sore running you know what you have you got any plans to develop in it, certain different areas or yeah. Next level shit coming. We've got so oh, really. We, it. You know, as far as I'm concerned, we're only just beginning. We oh. really are only just beginning. Nice. You know what's going to be the journey. So, so for me, the the big things, without giving away too much about some specific products we've got coming, there there are there are two areas of focus, certainly within racing kit. And you touched upon the fit of the race vest. And for me, it's just obvious because I come from bike racing where okay. aero is absolutely a kind of crucial thing yeah but even if you're a moderately good runner and i'm not talking about super elite even if you're a moderately good runner aerodynamics is is a factor in a race mm-hmm. so why wouldn't you want to make yourself as aero as possible with the caveat that it still has to be comfortable and and the ergonomics have to be good so so that was the the clear one of the clear factors behind the race vest make your vest as fitted as possible mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I don't want to go down too down down that rabbit hole for a minute, but yeah, it, fabric technology is advancing. So we have some waterproof garments which coming which are don't have membranes in, so they're entirely oh, wow. breathable. Wow. Um, we have some uh, that's cool next generation of race vests for marathon runners, which work on body temperature okay. um, wow. and reducing core temperature, yeah. uh, and that's with a fabric that hasn't been out in any sport yet. Uh, I suspect there will be some coming out in, in um, cycling time trial suits. So that's a brand new way of approaching fabric. So we've got that coming up. Um, we're working on some trail run garments where it's about getting a lot of um, uh, storage in. Uh, we've got garments, so we've got some new, like half tights coming. Oh, nice. Which are incredibly thin. They're like a 60 gram fabric with bonded in panels for kind of decency. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's so much new stuff coming and there's so much, um, so much more to come. I mean, we haven't had, you know, I haven't been able to spend hours in a wind tunnel. That's certainly got to be the next thing to do is to really start looking at how you can, can address aero issues for races. I suspect. I strongly suspect everyone's going to be racing in body suits within the next 10 years, or most serious runners are going to be running in body suits for the next 10 years. I can imagine Tommy now, a wee body suit, you know, one of there. <laughs> nobody, I can shoot, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> That's your difficulty, Tim, I mean, you're going to have to, there's, there needs to be a decency line there at some point, you know, once the instruction. Well, I think, as I said, I come from cycling, so, so my, my threshold <laughs> yeah. for, uh, 
my modesty threshold is set very high. But I think <laughs> that's a slightly flippant comment again. But but seriously, I think you're going to see an awful lot more bodysuits on anyone who's doing less than a 10K. I really do. Because if you're a good runner, marginal error, error gains are going to give you a few seconds. And how hard is it to get a few second PB in a race? Oh, what's her name? Kathy, uh, Kathy right. Freeman. Kathy yeah. Freeman was in a bodysuit back then, and that seems to be. Was that? Am I, I'm. I'm right in that she ran. She at the four hundred meters. Four hundred. Uh, yeah. And yeah. it was joked at the time, but when you look at it, it I can. I see where you. I completely see where you come from. I mean, it's. It's. Uh, it makes complete sense if you're moving that fast. Yeah, and I mean the Ingebrigtsens. They both run at race in in Do they? pieces. Yeah, you're seeing it more and more on the track at the moment. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, as I said, I, I really strongly suspect that's going to come. I mean, you're already seeing from the Breaking Two project that um, uh, Nike are using stick-on aerodynamic uh, dimples on the side of the legs. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a lot more in that space, I think. Oh, okay. Um, that's interesting. So yeah, there's there's a lot to come. Yeah. And in, in, in terms of your your sort of niche, what's um you know from maybe from 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 the outside you. Who is it you guys are targeting mainly? Is it is it mainly is it all runners who just want you know good quality, or is it you know because we've got so we've got you've got a, a club running scene as well, and you know there's a lot of good things happening there, which is which is great. Yeah. So what what would you say you guys are targeting? Who 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 are the folk that you're currently looking or aiming to 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 help and and to target your your product at? Definitely club runners. You know that's that's uh, that's unique about the UK. And and I think if it was, if it was somewhere else in the world, if it was in Japan or wherever you go, wow, it's an amazing. There's this thing where there's only running clubs. Oh, it, it's yeah. an amazing thing. It needs to be nurtured. And so we work as much as possible with clubs. And and rolling out the race fests to clubs has been fantastic. That's worked really well. How many clubs have we got now, Rob? So we've got race vests nice. in 20 clubs. Is that right? Have you got any Scottish clubs wearing, uh, wearing your vest? Uh, Rob, just asking Rob. On their way, on their way. On their way. On their way, right. Okay. Kyle, mate, we need to get in front of this, Kyle. We need yeah. to get a, TR <laughs> a TRS sore vest is, is, a, is an email that's coming your way soon. We want to, we want to make that happen. Yeah. Um, so that's absolutely crucial. And obviously that's where there's a lot of racing. So the, the kind of racing range is really important. But there's also then the other side of that is people who run for kind of mindfulness and emotional space, if you like, which is a really important part of it as well. And so our <clears throat> sore times run range, that's all about making your, you know, just your run, whatever that is, can be a slow run, can be a fast run, whatever it is, as pleasant as possible in hot weather or in cold weather or in wet weather or in, you know, whichever. So... You know, we're, we're, we're a running brand and I want to embrace all runners. Obviously, it's selective to a degree because you've got to be, a, you're likely to be a more serious runner if you're buying into mm -hmm. sport. You're likely to be. Um, but that doesn't, we don't discriminate against people who are racers or not racers. All of that, everyone's a runner. You know, if they're running, they're a runner and they're, they're very welcome into our family as far as we're concerned. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. That's super exciting. Well, Tim, uh, we, you know, we don't want to take up too much of your time. Appreciate it's a Monday evening. But before we let you go, there's two things we want to, we want to do. Firstly, we want to... Uh, well, let's, well, let's start first. And we're going to take you through some fart-like questions. 
So, so much like a fart leg, your answers can be, they can be short and sharp or they can be a 15 minute uh, monologue. It's up to you. I like it. So we'll alternate. So Kyle, do you want to, I'll let you kick off on the first one. Okay, so miles or kilometers? Kilometers. Nice. Rest day or recovery run? Uh, I have one rest day a week. What's your favorite movie? Oh, oh, now you're asking. Uh, I, well, okay. The most re- the recent one I saw that was brilliant is Bait. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. Very good. Very good. Pasta or rice? The carb of choice. The carb of choice. Um, quinoa. Okay, <laughs> nice. We haven't had that. <laughs> nice. Uh, who's your running hero? Who is my running hero? Okay, so that is interesting. My running hero is the person that's 100 yards up the race, road from me. <laughs> local race. Don't know who it is. That's the hero. That's the person I want to be. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, morning shuffle or evening saunter? Morning. Every, any day. Every day. Nice. Day in, day out. Morning. Always up the morning. Yeah. Cool. What's your pre-race meal? Um, well, I don't eat before any of my sessions in the morning at all. Long sessions, wow. hard sessions, any of them. I don't eat at all before them. Um, and things I've, I've only run up to half marathon, don't really need to eat that much before that even, really. So not, not much, frankly. Blimey. Very good. Um, right, here's one for you. Uh, you're on a desert island. You're away for, you're go- you don't know how long you're there for. You can take one piece of sore kit with you. What would it be? <laughs> Desert Island. Can I run on the desert island? You can. There's a there's a kilometer good track, track that really runs track. around the edge of the track. <laughs> kilometer track. A uh, pair of race shorts. Got to be. Okay. Wh- wh- which race shorts would they be for our listeners? You're the the sore race shorts. Sore so race shorts. Yes. Nice. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I meant I meant sorry. I meant race shorts rather than your twin skirt. Okay. Yes. The race shorts. Personal race shorts. Desert Island. It's going to be hot. You got a track to run around. What's nice. Not? Taps up. I like it. <laughs> What's your, what's your least favorite running race? My least favorite running race. Oh, yeah, I could, I, I could, it was a specific race. It was a cross-country race at, at Wormwood Scrubs, which should really suit me because it's completely flat. And the guy I've been, one of the group of people I've been training with came past after about 500 meters. And I really thought I was gonna, you know, I was really psyched up for beating him. And I knew I had another, what, 8K of being behind him, <laughs> not being able to catch him up, just completely blowing. And then, you know, 4K of being blown around the cross-country races, the ah. least one I can think of in... Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, well, that's, that's unpleasant. Um, a couple more. So I was going to say favourite club, but actually I'm going re- to revise that slightly. Which club do you best think pulls off the sore vest? Of the 20. Oh, oh I'll right. answer that question. <laughs> 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 I'd love to ask, but I can't. Okay, fair. Uh, what's your favourite shoe? Okay, so, so uh, you know, taking into account what I've said about big brands and their apparel, you'd have to say that Nike are ruling on racing shoes at the moment. Yeah, and yeah. I've got some next percent tempos i've got some footage oh, yeah. actually carbon fiber plates in your shoes are very good for my feet okay. um and i got some next percent tempos and they're unbelievably good wow. and they're unbelievably fast and 
Yeah, uh, yeah, and I've got to, you've got to give it to Nike. They've got an amazing product at the moment on as far as their racing shoes are concerned. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, we're uh, we're we are big fans on here. Yeah. Um, favorite training session, go-to session that you would do on the desert island. So at the moment, and again, I can just speak at the moment. It's uh, it's about an hour twenty to an hour thirty at about marathon pace, something like that. And I'm really enjoying nice. that session at the moment. Nice. So it's like really it. on fast it's it's sort of fast enough to feel fast without being so fast that you're absolutely kind of hanging on by your fingernails <laughs> enjoy nice. that at the moment cool. uh, i've got the penult- penultimate question here uh probably the most important favorite beer if you're a beer <laughs> drinker you must uh, you must have had a beer being a dj then yeah well what was your what was your tipple back then actually when i was DJing, um <laughs> favorite beer well i love a i love a white beer ice beer mm, um okay. so yeah a good a good Be- Belgium uh, vice beer would do me do me very nicely. Nice. nice. And okay, so last question: you've got you've got one more race to can run. Coronavirus will go on forever. You can, but one day, one race will open. It can be one that you've already run. It can be one you've not you've yet to run. A real bucket list one. It will be as it used to be: forty thousand people, ten hundred people, or thousand, a hundred, whatever you want. What would that one race be? It'd be a cross country race, hundred percent. Oh, oh, class, class answer. I'm just moving up an age category this year as well. So, so I'm planning to be competitive for age for the next, uh, well, for the next year at least. Nice. I open a bloody race. Uh, yeah, any of the cross-country races in the Met League. I love them all. They're brilliant. Nice. That is a class answer. We do like that. We had, I think, we actually had. A, I think when Andy Butcher came on, he said the East League Cross Country, which <laughs> is the equivalent, which is the equivalent up here. So, really oh. cool. You're in good company there. Excellent. Grand. Well, Tim, thank you so much for coming on. That was great. Um, we're, uh, I say, thank you first for coming on. Thank you for, for um, uh, the sort of partnering with us early in the summer. We were loving running in the kit. We know, a, we know a few of our listeners particularly have gotten involved running in the, the, the elite vest, which we, we thoroughly enjoyed. It is the best uh, race vest I've ever worn. And, you know, I was running in the Antrim half a couple weeks ago and I had the pleasure of running alongside Tommy Hughes. Did you? For, for the majority of the race, yeah. So Tommy was rocking the... Oh, isn't he? Bloody hell. an animal. <laughs> and it must be the vest. It must be the vest. <laughs> yeah. God, that's, that's something I can... Yeah, I can. That's the only thing I can dream about at his age. If I'm running that fast at his age. Jesus oh. Christ. Yeah. Unbelievable. Amazing. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so thank you for coming on. And uh, yeah, good luck with everything. We look forward to seeing the... Uh, the sore uh, body suits when they come out in a couple of Excellent. years' time. We'll, look, we'll be at the front of the queue to, to, to get involved with in them. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks. Cheers, Tim. See you later. Grand, that was cool. So yeah, thank you, Tim, for joining us. That was, uh, I say, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I am genuinely not, he's gone now, listeners. I'm not saying this, the vest. If, you, if you've got some pennies in a jar and you've got them for this vest, that's the vest to get. It is, honestly, and Kyle, we were speaking about a few things at lunch, including a TRS vest for oh, various purposes. It's exciting got to happen. Coming. It's got to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got to happen, you know? Um, what, I mean, what, one thing, if you think about it, though, what's going to last longer? A pair of Nike Next Percents or a vest? Absolutely. Your vest's going to last much longer, isn't it, you know? So I, I uh, yeah, do you know what? Or your, this, or your apparel, generally speaking. Generally, your, your yeah. Apparel, I've got apparel up there, which I've had for a good few years, and it's still great. You know, good, the good quality apparel up there is brilliant quality. You know, it's... Absolutely. Well, you know, other than my, you know, my TRS gusset. <laughs> <laughs>
Like, <laughs> you know, aside from that, I mean, that's that's Ron Hill, and they, they, they've they've stood the test of time. They're about sixteen years old. The you know time is short, of course. I yeah. still take them out now and again, you know. I tell you what, that's a dangerous interview because already I'm sitting here as we're, you know, I'm just thinking, oh, I quite fancy actually getting another uh, another sore, a pair of the sore race <laughs> shorts. I don't have them. You know, that's a dangerous thing. So, anyway, yeah. So thank you, Tim, for coming on. That was that was brilliant. Um, right. What's next, Kyle? Well, what's next? You know, while I was, uh, you know, listening to, to Tim there, and I just, I, I've got no socks on at the moment, and I just looked. I forgot to tell the share with the <laughs> listeners. I've got four toenails that are coming off at the moment because of that treadmill challenge. Yes. And, and one of them is, you know, check this out, Tom. Look at this. You see that? Kyle's camera's not high, high def enough for me to make it out. Look at that. Oh, take it off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank, God this, thank God this is a podcast. It's system. hanging off. Like, it's is it, Kyle's hanging. toenail, if you imagine like 100% connection would be that sort of line along the bottom of your toe. Kyle's Nail is currently on about 15% joined to the toe. Take oh, it off, mate. Nah, but it's, it's the last bit, though. It's Yank the final. It. Yank it's it. the final bit. It's like, pull it, you know, if you, when your granny, uh, you know, told you to bite an apple or she got a bit of string and, you know. I would have gone by now. Honestly, I would have been off for that. Um, oh, man. I, I tell you, though, it keeps catching on my sock when I put it on and it pulls it right off and... But I did that. I, I did that last a couple of years ago, and it actually started bleeding my toe. You know, my toe, the 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 bed of the toe. So I'm I'm just going to leave it to fall off naturally, Tom. But it's uh, it's it's causing me slight discomfort. But anyway, yeah, moving on to some you know less uh, le- less kind of well. One one thing that Kyle's put in the show notes, but actually, and I've got it was I was given a shout out from uh, Craig Ruddy this weekend on the same thing is an absolutely incredible run from David Tamburini, who is, let's be honest, put the biggest claim to TRS run of the week we've seen in a while. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's, there's, no, there's no other, you know, runner who's getting TRS run of the week this week, I don't think. But, you know, we, we did speak about David Tamburini uh, early in the show. Tommy must have been sleeping at that point. Well, I, was, uh, I, I, was, I wasn't sleeping, but I was kind of, I was, yeah, I, I thought I was saving it. I was <laughs> saving it for later. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, we're not even on. Have we finished the news? Have we? Have I think we have. Like, I think we're. I think there's any other news. Is there? We've got um, uh, the depth for the Diamond League. The Diamond um, League was, the depth had, is incredible. Yeah, I hear. I hear. Uh, I've been called out for saying the lack of depth in the the, the Diamond League, but you know, uh, I, I'm I'm still going to stick stick by my guns. I've I've seen, but there has been some fine fine, fine golden performances in there. Uh, you know, the, the Diamond League. You know, I, I didn't even watch it this this week. I've been too busy. But exactly. that's why he, that's why he's talking bollocks. He's not even watching it. And he's saying, it's not <laughs> "Tell me about it then." What, what do you know about this? I don't even know where it was. Where was it? It was in a. I don't know where it was either. I didn't watch it this week. <laughs> so I was too busy watching the NBA uh, conference finals, mate. I'm, on, I'm, I'm yeah. I was a bit of a different sport right now. This is starting running shots. We need to know our shit, Tommy. Yeah, no, well, that's why it was, I don't know what it was, Stockholm, I think it was. Ah, no, that was like the start. That was a while ago. Actually, you know, I got, I got, there was a, someone sent a, a Facebook message, you probably saw it. The highlight of the year was Kyle pronouncing Stockholm. <laughs> I actually heard it. I listened back, so I was like, is that what you said? Sure enough, yeah. Yeah, I was the Stockholm Diamond League. I'm going to, I'm going to say it now. See, last week's set, you know, TRS, uh, for me anyway, 
It, what a mare I had. You know, sometimes you just don't get in tonight. <laughs> you don't get your words out. You ramble like shit. Yeah. The amount of rambling I did last week. So if, if you haven't listened to episode one, two, two, just give it a miss, you know? Yeah. It, wasn't, it was a light episode, eh? You know? Um, but, you know, talking about, we, we, we really do, you know, we... Doha we had a, last week, by the way. Sorry. Was that? It was Doha last week. Doha, there you go. So what happened in Doha then? Well, I know Laura Waitman had a had a good run. I know that, <laughs> I know that much. Uh, I, I I did as I say I didn't watch it. I was I think I must have been out with someone. Fiona watched actually. Um, oh, Fiona, get get yeah. away, Helen. All right, here we go. Here we go. Just to quash Kyle's claim that the Diamond League has not got a very deep foot. Uh, <laughs> Helen O'Beary and uh, Faith Kipyegon ran world leads. Eight twenty-two. Eight twenty-two. Eight twenty-two in the three thousand. One fifty-seven eight hundred. That's pretty quick. That's pretty quick. Yeah. Um. Uh, Armand Duplantis, he, ra- he jumped 5.82, beat Sam Kendricks in a pretty Tartan, sweet battle. Tartan jumping shots. Tartan jumping shots, yeah. That's the heat. Yeah, we'd be sweet to get him. Uh, what else have we got? Um, I'm just, I've got the results in front of me. I'm scrolling through them. Mohamed Nazir Abbas uh, from Qatar, he was, he, uh, yeah, he was <laughs> the best the best result from a home athlete perspective. Third in the 400, which was won by Kamari Montgomery from the U.S., Kyle claiming the US athletes aren't, aren't arriving at this, <laughs> despite the fact Sam Kendrick was also competing. Um, yeah, what can I say? It's uh, oh. there's a pretty, pretty good. Elliot Giles, he was PB'd, British athlete, 144 in the men's 800. Yeah, I think that's about right. it. Well, there you go, folks. So, uh, you know, I'm proven wrong, eh? Double Olympic champion Elaine Thompson Hera uh, uh, won the 100, 1087. Fourth quite... fastest woman in history. Oh, well, there you go, you know. Walking so out there, so yeah. I've been proven wrong, yeah? He has been proven wrong. Anyway, so that was on last week. And the other bit of news we have before we go back to David Tamburini was the World Half Champs teams were, were confirmed. So fantastic news for TRS interviewee um, Steph Davis, who we're big fans of. Steph is is going. That's great. Uh, Calvin Hawkins has been called up as well, which is cool. So two Scottish runners in there. Sarah Ingalls has declined, which is a shame. I'm sure she's got a good reason, but... Anyway, really cool to see two Scottish runners uh, lining up there. And, of course, Chris Jones as well, who's a, a TRS interviewee and, uh, you know, runs with Dundee Hawks, which is cool. Oh, I didn't realise. He, uh, he, he had a good race, I think, last week. He, was he not running the same race that Jamie Crow was part of? He was, yeah. He was 29-48 or something, Chris. Really? I don't even know if we... No, I think it was 29-20. I don't even know if we spoke about that race, did we? We did, yeah, because we spoke we, about big jumbo chrome pro. Yeah. Smashing a twenty-eight fifty. Yeah, the night after a four or five. Yeah, yeah, boy. Well, that's that's some going that. Um, so yeah, I mean, this this bits and bobs starting to happen. Um, I don't I don't think there's any other races. I, I know in two weeks we've um, you know local a local ultra Benihi ultra. Um, we've got quite a stellar field coming up for that one. Uh, you know some of the favourites to to win that. Uh, we've got Robbie Simpson running. Um, and uh, Meryl Cooper, both interviewees of the show. Jason Kelly, he's he's also going to have a, a stab at the ultra too. And you know, and both those competitors, uh, Jason and Robbie, are, are down for doing the Space Side Ultra as it stands at the moment, which is exciting. And uh, yeah, for the, a few other requests in terms of um, of, of well, not requests, but uh, runners who are going to be in the the field for the Space Side. Hoping pending things do improve or, or give us the, the opportunity to, to make the race go ahead. So, uh, yeah. So, other than that, Tommy, I, I, I don't really see much else 
happening other than you know your 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 continuation of of uh, of, of David's stellar hundred k performance. So yeah, so let, let's just not let's not beat around the bush then. TRS run of the week, David Tamburini. There you go, boom! Unbelievable. I mean, I I, I think that is yeah, that's pretty impressive. A hundred k, and you know he's not he's not hanging about either. Seven forty. Aye. I mean, that was, you know, it looked like he pushed it quite hard at the start. So, and then, you know, we, we, we then go up, we, we talk about races. It's not a race. He just went out to do one and, you know, the, the race, potentially he geared himself up to, in a race environment, but, um, you know, prepped that it was a race. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, great, great result from, from him. And we'll hopefully get him on the show to tell us all about it. But you know um, what's pretty cool is that I love in his Strava, uh, and I would urge listeners to go and have a look at it. I mean, it's a, it's a solid run. It's an incredible run, actually. But what I love is things like at the end, he's got on his description, two green bananas, eight salt chews, nine caffeine beans, 10 caffeine gels, 1,400 mil of active root, 1,400 mil of precision hydration, and one Zenergize nootropics capsule. That's, that's really interesting. Somebody who's not an ultra runner, so, so he's out there for seven hours... Seven hours forty minutes, um, and yeah, that was that like four, one, two point eight liters, two point eight liters of drink. That seems quite. Uh, that seems a fair bit. I suppose it depends on the conditions. Um, Saturday was quite cold, I would imagine, but um, we all have different sweat rates and things. Uh, so, yeah, it seems to have worked for him. So great, great job. He looks like he had a good bit of support as well. You know, this is the the whole point about running community. You know. Uh, which is exactly. an amazing thing, um, and we've both experienced it firsthand. You, you don't have to be a member of a, a, a particular, just a, a sole running club uh, in your your area to to support fellow runners and uh, brothers in arms, I suppose, which is um, is quite special. But and I suppose move, moving on to that, we we had a really good meeting today, didn't we? You know, we've uh, in terms of TRS development, and yeah. we really Maybe. do have some. He's so formal tonight. He's talking about his clients who are oh. his mates. He's talking about our meeting, which was a bullshit over a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Just another ramble off air, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right. Sorry, I broke up there. Continue. Well, that's all I'm going to say. You know, where there's some, there's some really exciting uh, you know, developments happening in the TRS front. Uh, you know, we did say we're going to take a little sabbatical, and it's not going to be for long. We you know we've got some interviews lined up for you folks. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're just going to, you know, have a, a couple of, you know, nice, easy weeks and just to re kind of fresh a new season, a new start, uh, ready for, for taking on the, 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 the COVID, the COVID world ahead. Eh? Absolutely. And I think that, you know, that's, I, you know, we're, yeah, we're trying to map out what we want to, what we want to do with TRS, where we want to go with it, you know, we're, and as always listeners, we're keen to hear what you would like to see. We've got some some pretty ambitious things that we want to achieve in, in 2021 with the podcast, um, which we're really excited to work on at the moment. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, there may be a few quiet weeks between now and the end of the year, but yeah, there's some cool plans on the go, but a lot of it comes back then to community. You know, that's probably the sort of the, the central thing to TRS. We, we love the discussion on, you know, we love seeing listeners engaging with each other on our platforms, be it Instagram or or Facebook. We love the emails that we get from you guys. We love going to races and speaking with, with guys. We love when we hear from people from clubs, they listen to TRS or 
or I hear third hand that some second hand, sorry, that's, that people at a different club are listening to TRS and they think we're talking nonsense. You know, that's great. The fact that it's creating a, a bit of discussion and a bit of engagement is cool. So yeah, there's a, um, yeah, we're really, we're thankful to you all for that. So we're hoping to bring, bring some more offerings for you and the shorts are coming. They are, aren't they? We Finally, are. we made a breakthrough today. On the <laughs> COVID, was... and COVID has, made, has really almost put the, killed the shorts, but <laughs> we are we were able to do something in person today, which should yeah. unlock the next steps for that. Exactly, it's ex- exciting times, folks. So, talking about exciting times, um, you know, it won't be long before you hear our, uh, you know, faces for the, you know, not faces for the radio, voices for the podcast, and faces for the radio. Uh, and we're going to be live on Sunday morning for the London Marathon um, commentary. So again, as Tommy said, make sure that you tune in. We'll create an event on Facebook and, you know, we'll give you the alternative commentary uh, site, uh, compared to the, the, the good old BBC commentary. Eh? Absolutely. And if you're listening, if you're joining us for that, listeners, and please do join us either... either uh, I think, unfortunately, I'm not sure you'll be able to take us out in your run because it'll be live. But if you're, if you're joining us, have a listen. Be prepared to yeah, share... Get the, beer, get the beers at 7am, yeah. Be prepared to share your um, your thoughts and predictions. We want to make it an interactive session. I'm going to, as a mini prediction, Kyle, let's go for it. I think we're probably still aligned. I can guess what you're going to say. For me, Bikeri for the win. 203. 202. Oh, really? Bikeri yeah, for the win. Debbie was thinking Bikeri's going to get it, but yeah. I, I still think Kipchoge's a man. You know, he he's a he's a guy who's, he's, 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 he's done it. You know, he's got He's going to be more relaxed than Bekele. Bekele's got a lot on his plate to, uh, to try and... Maybe he hasn't. I don't know. Maybe he's... He's trying... got a lot on his plate. What was he speaking to you last week? Because he got like some... some... Oh, I mean, no, at the moment. Like this, eh? <laughs> just, just like you and Mo, eh? plate. <laughs> he donated to the cause. He donated to the Treadmill Challenge. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it'd be interesting. And what about the women's side? Oh, or do you want to save that prediction for Sunday morning? Uh, let's save that one for Sunday morning. Eh? I need to look at the the. I need to look at the. It was that long ago since we checked the start mm-hmm. list. I forgot. But, but we're hoping to be able to give you good track, good discussion on the the men's race and the women's race as it goes. But not only at the very very front, but also from a best of British perspective, as a few of the the British girls and guys are are shooting for Olympic qualifying time. So we're we're looking forward to catch up on that. Really excited with Steph Twelve running. Ah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be really cool. Be you know, I think be, that's exciting. So, another interview um, of the show, and of course, we're going to talk about it's going to be just a, basically shoe spotting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's when? Uh, who's who? Who's wearing what? What's yeah. On? <laughs> oh dear. Okay, well, folks, if you do want to contact us uh, at any point, you know we're we're more than happy to hear from you. In fact, we 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 take pride and pleasure in getting feedback from yourselves and. Uh, from whatever it is if you want to contribute to the podcast improve it even just simple feedback tell us about what your challenges are uh, give us anything really folks you can check us out email us tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com you can check out our website made by the fantastic Leo Connor tartanrunningshorts.com Facebook we're on Facebook Instagram search for Tartan Running Shorts and Twitter as well uh, at Tartan Shorts and finally just a, a little plug from, from my side um, if you do want to any, any sort of coaching or training plans or anything from my side, um, you can you know email me on those platforms. 
or uh, my direct uh, website or email address. It's kyle at trs-training.com or check out the website, trs-training.com. You can be a client and you can get a meeting and you can get a meeting with Kyle. So don't have <laughs> that opportunity for that, that fantastic uh, professional experience. <laughs> I had it today. I was a meet I had a meeting with Kyle today. It was lovely. It was really uh, it was it was uh, it was fantastic. So yeah. We were very formal with our masks on, eh? Yeah, we were, yeah, we were very compliant, very COVID compliant. Yeah. Grand. Well, have a good week, Kyle. I will do. I will new do. Listeners. And, uh, I'll take some photos of my, my new gym. Uh, yeah, please do. Final fin- finishing putting the rubber flooring down. So we'll get some uh, we'll get some TRX workouts on the go for you, Tommy. Nice, very nice. Once we're out of lockdown. Well, listeners, you have a good week as well. We'll hopefully catch some of you on Sunday, and uh, if not, we'll speak to you next week. Great. See you later, folks. Mm.